Hello and welcome to another episode of Wisdom's Echo. This is daily. Oh, this is Arjun Gates' daily podcast, and my name is Matthew McDowell, and I am going to be sharing with you an insight of the day. And today's insight is on the topic of time. So I've chosen to call this podcast, this episode, the Eternal Moment. And yeah. So time is a topic that is is really interesting to me. Um, and it's something that, again, my probably my perception of or my views on since coming to the Lord and since engaging with Yahweh, it's, you know, it, it becomes a topic of, you know, it becomes an interesting topic whenever you, you begin to engage with Yahweh, begin to engage with you know, heavenly realities and eternal realities, then the question and the concept of time, um, I believe is one that there's a lot of scope and opportunity for for change. And actually, yeah, before I go on, I've noticed some I've noticed something about so I've been sharing these podcasts for a number of months now. I just I suppose I wanted to be I'd like to take a moment just again to thank Origin Gate for their invitation. Uh, to share here, I, I consider it a real honour. You know, I really um, uh, enjoy listening to the podcasts that are on this platform, that are all the other daily episodes. I feel like I get a lot out of them, so it's it's a real honour for me to have the opportunity to also contribute. So just thank you to Ian and Grant and Marius for that opportunity. And um, but I have noticed something about my my episodes, <laughs> which is that they seem to follow this really uh, similar format. I was chatting to my wife about this recently, and that if I was to sum up the the pattern of my um, podcasts here on Wisdom's Echo, they all follow the same pattern, which is that I basically say, I used to think this. <laughs> you know, whatever the topic is, it always follows this format. I used to think this. And then I read the Bible, <laughs> or whatever, or then I had an encounter with Yahweh, or whatever, and I don't think that anymore, and that, now that seems like total rubbish to me. It's kind of funny to me, because today is going to be a little bit along those lines again, in terms, but today's topic is time. And I think, you know, that's that's probably to be expected, you know, we are transformed by the renewal of our minds, right? So, and repentance is, is, uh, is to change your mind, right? So... I think that that's, it's just kind of funny to me to look back on them and notice that this, this kind of recurring pattern, but yeah, hopefully this is all, this is all part of my transformation process that I'm sharing with you, part of my own personal repentance, <laughs> and I hope that to some extent there's, there's been some value for you in that, and that there'll be some value uh, for you today in what I'm going to share, so yeah, today's topic is going to be about time. And yeah, time is just, I think it's just a really fascinating subject. And I think that one is that of all, of all, there's so many that there's so many topics concerning just, re, I was going to say spirituality, but really just reality, right? <laughs> not, not even spiritual, <laughs> really, you know, it's all linked. So there's so many topics just that um, concerning reality that the Western world, let's say, or the yeah, let's just call it the Western world, and maybe the Greek mindset, um, is is 
it just falls so short on it so it just doesn't doesn't encompass the, the real truths of reality and I think time is one that is is really up there in the sense that it is almost tragically I would say misunderstood in in the western world and you know that's the culture that I've been brought up in is, is a western culture so as um as as I've journeyed with the Lord, and particularly as I've got, I suppose engaged with some Hebraic concepts, um, then I think this the idea of time has really been challenged. In fact, just just on that point, I think it just really to honour Ian again. I think the first time, first thing I ever heard about Ian Clayton, I was actually introduced to his teachings by my dad, which is I think just an amazing privilege in itself that my my parents were the people who put me on to him and many of the other people teaching on this platform and in this stream. I, I consider myself very fortunate to be, to have, for that to have been the reality. I know that for many of you, um, you're engaging with these kind of ideas. Maybe they're a bit different to what you've been used to. And, and in many cases, you're striking out on your own in that. And I consider it an amazing privilege to have had um, been supported in that exploration with uh, of, of these of new ideas by my mum, my dad, my family. So, um. Yeah, it was my dad who introduced me to Ian, and, and the first thing that he ever said was, you know, I'm listening to this guy, he's pretty out there, but he's been talking about the difference between Hebraic thought and Greek thought. And uh, my dad, he explained to me that, um, and he's explained this to me many times since, you know, the, in the way that only dads can, you know, where they tell you the same thing over and over again. <laughs> he's, he's, he's brought this up a number of times since, but he, you know, explained, he was telling me about how Ian had taught um, a particular teaching that he'd been listening to about how Greek thinking is really as linear thinking and that Hebraic thinking or Hebraic thought is circular, right? In the sense that, you know, in the in in the end, it'll be as it was in the beginning, right? And I think that is um, that's that's really applicable in in regards to our perception or our understanding of time, um, in that in probably in the Western world or maybe maybe in large parts of the world, you know, we have this linear view of time, right? That it's we break it up into these three sections. Okay, <laughs> we say that time is clearly distinguished into three sections of past, present, and future. And while that sort of makes sense, in it makes sense if you're looking at your diary. So the times when a past, present, future type thing makes sense is when you're, when you're looking at your diary or you're trying to plan or you're trying to schedule. Then this kind of past, present, future kind of all, it makes sense. But actually in terms of, if you consider it in terms of your experience of life right so your actual experience of life and our interaction let's say our interaction with creation then I'm not actually sure you know just how accurate it or useful that is because in a sense you know I've, I've been hearing Ian talk about recently about this idea that all of our past is really one second behind us Maybe all our future is one second in front of us, and I think that's 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 more. If if you really think about your actual experience of time, that's more. That's probably more accurate in terms of how how we perceive our reality, right? And how we journey. Let's say we journey within time, and I think actually, in a sense, really the past, our past and future, 
in 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 a in a in a sense they don't they don't actually exist and that all of our existence because all of our existence re, existence really plays out in the present moment like even our our memory of the past for example is still it's still something that we experience in the present moment Yeah, so, and I guess that's kind of what I'm, that's kind of what I want to get at today in terms of, you know, I've called this episode the eternal moment. And because that's something that I've, I've kind of been thinking about a lot recently is the sense that, yeah, so our past and our future, we really experience in the moment. And the, and the really interesting thing about the present is that it's not actually within what we would call time <laughs> okay and the way you can kind of think about that or is that um if it was within the bounds of time then it would have some measurement of time that's kind of how i think of it so in, in another way to say that is if the present moment is within time you know how yeah here's the question how long is the present moment you know how long is this section of time that we call the present. And the reality is that, that the present is actually so infinitesimally small as regards as, in terms of, well, it actually, it's, it's, it's so infinitesimally small in, in regards of time as we, in a, a linear view of time, that it ceases to exist within that framework. And actually the present moment, in my, in my belief, the present moment, and to when yeah the present moment is actually an eternal moment and that in in being focused and and say mindful of the present and fully engaged with the, let's say the present moment or this let's just call it the eternal moment that actually that is our reality is is one that is beyond time and in that place in a sense all of what we would call the past all that we would call the future all of those realities, all of those, all of those moments, each of those eternal moments, are all available to us. Continually, they're they're all right there with us in this eternal moment that we continually exist in. And uh, <laughs> this might seem—I don't know if this seems a little bit stretching or a little bit weird of a weird way to put things—but it's something I find really fascinating. And I also think it's a massive key for us. In terms of understanding and our engagement, our engagement with eternal realms, because so often um, we can live our lives where our minds or our thoughts are not are not in the present moment, and they are caught up in something that's happened in what we call the past, or we're thinking, or we're worried about something that might be happening in the future. And I think the reality is that for us to engage with the eternal realms and engage with the heavenly realms, they're all available to us in every eternal moment. So all of creation, all of time, all of heaven, it's all bound up and bundled into this eternal moment that we live in that is, that is beyond time, that is not within any constraint of time. And actually, there's, there's an interesting... I feel like I'm gonna 
diverge slightly here, but there's an interesting um, idea in Jewish thought. Um, it's, I remember I re reading this in a, in a book of Jewish Proverbs once that in Hebraic thought, then um, wherever your, they say wherever your thoughts are, that's where you are. All of you. Isn't that quite an interesting idea? It's quite interesting to me that this this idea of, of using, of, of how this moment, this eternal moment becomes our point of access into the realms of heaven and our realms of, uh, the realms of heaven and the eternal, into eternal life. You know, Yeshua says it himself, eternal, what is eternal life? Well, eternal life is to know the Father. So, you know, eternal life is to be in eternal places, is to be in heavenly places. And that, I believe, you know, our access to that is by being present in our eternal moment that we live in. And we do that by focusing, really, by how, how we focus our thoughts. Because, you know, where we where our mind is or where our thoughts are, um, that's really where we are. All of who we are is wherever our thoughts are. Um. And this is in, that's interesting. Again, then, if you consider that, another thing that I've heard Ian teach in the past is these these two two speeds, or the the idea that that, that things happen in eternal realms at the speed of thought. So really, these eternal realms or these energetic realms or these realities that we have access to, they they operate at the speed of thought, whereas um, if you, the definition almost of a, what we would maybe call a physical realm or creation is that it operates at the speed of light. So I'm, I mean, I've jumped around a little bit here. I wasn't even going to kind of touch on those things, and actually, I've, I'm slightly run out of time. So I'm going to have to, <laughs> I'm going to have to wrap up, and I'll do another session and and go over some of the concepts that I wanted to go back on this. But I mean, the main point that I wanted to kind of think about today is is that. That really a, a linear viewpoint of time is not conducive to kind of um, or is not in alignment with our experience of reality as an eternal being. That really our, real, our experience of reality as an eternal being is to be present in an eternal moment at which point all of our past, all of our future, all of the realm, all of heaven, all of earth is available to us. So I just pray that today you would experience that peace and that shalom of, the, of entering into the eternal moment, into the eternal realms of our Father and all of that is available to us through that. So shalom until next time. Bless you and keep well.